0: It's time to become bullyproof so we can live our best kicking life. As we know, life ain't all sunshine or rainbows, and bullying is a real problem that negatively affects millions of kids, parents, teens, adults every single day. But there's a solution, and the good news is you found it. The Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life podcast. So get ready to be empowered with hope and self confidence to believe in yourself to become bullyproof and live your best kicking life. Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Well, happy Thursday to you. And we're coming at you again with another spotlight show. And I tell you what, each week, another amazing, exciting guest. Now, you can see this beautiful, smiling young lady right here on the screen. Now, those that are just listening to the podcast, well, if you want to see how beautiful this young lady is, you'll have to actually watch the live stream. So those watching the live stream, you get kind of first dibs on this thing because the, uh, the podcast doesn't air till Monday. It's, um, I'm not sure if this is working or not but I like it I get a good chance to double dip here do the live stream so it uploads to our YouTube channel or Facebook page and now also to uh, LinkedIn and it's all Grogan's bully proof so make sure you check us out there and then those listen to the podcast make sure you go back through and subscribe to those channels so you can get firsthand knowledge and you can actually dive in while we're doing the live show and ask our guest or myself if you want to know anything about me questions on uh, uh, what help them not only become bullyproof, but help them live their best kick in life. And I'm telling you what, you're going to find that you have a lot in common with a lot of the guests. So who is the guest today? Well, she's an entrepreneur, homeschooler, retired full-time traveler, That's not time traveler, but a full-time traveler. Yeah, I guess she could probably travel in time trying to make life better based on her experiences. But anyway, she's been put on this earth for many, many reasons, but her main purpose is empowering women to pursue and excel in their God-given talents with family, faith, and financial abundance wow she's a living testament to everything she's created and she's living and most importantly she stands up where she believes in and represents our core values in everything she does and we've got her here on the show today and also I dug a little deeper and jumped on uh, I, I watched your video today on uh, the abundant life project and I realize now that you're a board-certified holistic health practitioner I mean without the title there I knew the holistic health practitioner was right there and everybody back the says, you see a radiant glow and smile And everything you're doing here, so folks, make sure you check that out. It's a nice little video on YouTube called the Abundant Life Project, and uh, check that out. Who am I talking about? Well, if you can see her, you know. If you can't, you're just hearing. I'm keeping you in suspense. It's Miss Casey Elmore. Casey, how you doing?
1: I'm so good. I'm so honored and ecstatic to be here. So thank you for for just thank you for hosting such an incredible platform. I mean, what a gift to others. I'm I'm so pumped.
0: Well, now you're flattering me and giving me goosebumps, so thank you very much. <laughs> Folks, and that's the real reason I have guests on here, because I need that that flap of flattery, so bring it on, baby.
1: <laughs> right, I okay. hear you.
0: Good stuff, good stuff. So uh, for our new listeners, our new guests, what we try and do here, it's called Grogan's Bullyproof and Kicking Life Podcast. Uh, live stream podcast and this is actually going to be episode number 299 for our podcast so check that out means you know we have 298 previous ones and the whole concept the whole mindset everything we're trying to do is focused on mindset and i believe the bully proof is empowering others with hope and confidence to believe in themselves to stand up to any bully they face both real and in their mind by doing that overcoming your fears battling your challenges we're going to push you to live in what i call your best kick in life and what that represents is instead of life kicking your butt as it does you know there's no such thing as a, a all sunshine and rainbows i mean life's good but man it's going to kick your butt but instead of just laying there and taking that beating you're going to get back up and kick life's butt and we're here to give you tips and inspiration motivation and hopefully some techniques that you can run with they're going to help you become the best and that's kind of my daily prayer god please help me be the best father the best parent the best uh husband spouse mentor leader entrepreneur author speaker that i can be to utilize my gifts to empower others so that's what this show is all about and our guest today miss casey Elmore, not only fits right in alignment with every one of those things but so much more so casey i i did my best to give you the best intro possible but there's probably a good chance that i missed something so please um Fill in the blanks with who you yeah. are, what you represent, and uh, then after you're done doing that, please give a shout out to your wonderful family, which, by the way, you get yeah. to meet folks listening. If you go to the Abundant Life Project and check it out, you get to see them, and it's uh, it's kind of cool because they, you're in the hotel room, you and your husband, and you're fixing your hair, and then you're going through keeping it real, baby, and then you're out there talking about being in Hot Springs, California, so it's fantastic. So Casey, take it away.
1: Thank you. Yeah, we have really um, built an abundant life. I, I truly can say this journey. My husband, my husband um, and I met when I was 18 years old. So I was a senior in high school. And really from the day that we met, we knew that we wanted to build a big life together. And we had no idea what that was. And we were on a journey to get to know the Lord at the time. And Fast forward, we've been together for 16 years. We have three beautiful children, um, two boys that are eight or soon to be eight and six and a little girl who's three and a half. And um, over our time together, we've just found the Lord continue to push us to build a life um, that really reflects who he has created us to be. You know, for Jesse and I, he has created us to be. Um, people that are, you know, just lit up to help others become better versions of themselves. He has created us to be um, parents and just be fully intentional parents, and I love that so much because in a world of of busyness and chaos, and you know, even the last two years, the world of what it's gone through, we've been able to just be, you know, the best versions of ourselves for our children, and so. Over that timeline, we've lived a lot of lives. We've moved several times. We opened and closed businesses. Um, and I would say that 2022 is really the year that we feel like is our kind of our breakthrough year. And and that sounds so silly because we've lived. Yes, we've lived such a gifted, blessed life. I'm so grateful for what the Lord is, has brought us through. And like you said, we traveled for the last two years right before um. At the beginning of the pandemic, our household in a small town right where you, Master Grogan, and I are f- are from, or or have had roots there, um, and our household, and we got on the road. And originally, our plans were actually to travel. And you guys will see this in our video. We literally were down to two suitcases three backpacks. We had left our dog behind with, with um, a wonderful family member, my sister. And we were driving across the country to essentially land in California for a couple of weeks to see my parents. And then we were headed overseas. So when everything happened in the world and everything started shutting down, we just were like, Lord, what are we doing? <laughs> Where are we in our life? And so Um, we had always dreamed and said, we would love to own an Airstream travel trailer and just travel the country and see the U S for all the beauty that it is. And literally when I talk about when you, when you're building an abundant life and you're very clear about where you want to go, the Lord will bring the things to you. And I kid you not, it was a divine moment that he brought the exact travel trailer. When, you know, the door closed to travel overseas, he opened the door to travel domestically the way we wanted to. And so for 22 months, we traveled the U S with our three children. Eventually our dog, um, caught up with us and we traveled all together. And it was true. We, I think over our 22 months, we visited 25 different States and it really was a gift of a journey because we've got to really dig into that idea of the abundant life. The Lord was calling us to and, and mentoring others, but also mentoring our children and just building a really incredible marriage. So that's a little bit more
0: about me and where we've been the last couple of years. Boom. Wow. My gosh, that is fantastic. And I was trying to jot down a couple notes to, to make sure we, we touch on a few highlights there. That is fantastic. And uh, I see we've got a handful of folks uh, uh, tuning in on the live stream. So as always, if you just joined us, this Casey Elmore, just kind of did a uh, an absolute wonderful rundown on just the successes in the past two years, what kind of built that foundation for that. And we're going to dive in a little bit deeper. But if you have questions, by all means, put them in the chat box there. Uh, anything. And, and a question that uh, I'm going to ask because it's a question that I get asked quite a bit. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners that are watching the live stream or listeners that will be hearing the podcast are probably wondering is, all right. So, Casey, you've got your stuff together, at least on the surface, right? <laughs> you got it We've together. all got
1: our stuff. <laughs> We've yes, all got we our do. stuff.
0: All the stuff behind the scenes. but Yes, you, you said you've kind of, at 18 years old, you you met your uh, soon-to-be husband, and you both knew you're kind of on a divine path. Well, what about what about me? Um, well, I'm 51, but maybe somebody else listening is at 40-something years old, and they still haven't found that path, and they're like, you know what? It just isn't happening for me. Yeah, it's good for you. I'm glad to hear your story. It makes me feel good. But what can I do? What can I do to have that abundant life? What would you say?
1: Well, I always say that you're as old as you allow yourself to be. Like, I I believe that you're never too young. You're never too old. And there's never a time in your life that you can't make the changes necessary to pursue the future that you feel called to. And I mean, this has been a 16 year journey for Jesse and I, you know, we didn't know where God was bringing us to. And I really, like I said, I feel like this is a breakthrough year, 16 years, right? And maybe, maybe someone is watching that is in their fifties or their sixties. and They're like, Oh my gosh, 16 years from now, like, I mean, I'm going to be in a much different position than you are, and and that is true. But I, but also, that is true. The next 16 years can look one of two ways, right? It's really how you pursue every step intentionally in your journey. I was actually listening to a podcast this morning um, by Craig Rochelle, a leadership podcast. He was talking about building habits, and. What comes down to what Jesse and I have been able to build over time have been small, compounding, consistent habits that have just made impact over the years. And I can really say that the last two years, we've become more disciplined with our habits. And so finding one, getting really clear on what you feel your calling is, and then two, making the necessary changes to be able to develop and place the habits in your life that are going to get you to that place. Um, for us, you know, traveling full-time as a family, that was a, a four-year journey. It didn't just happen overnight. Like when our, our middle guy was one, or I'm sorry, before our middle guy was born, we thought that we would travel full-time as a family sometime. And then four years later, we found ourselves with two additional kids. And we we're like, how are we going to do this <laughs> with, with three kids and a dog? And so I think ultimately, it really comes down to getting clear of what you want and taking the steps intentionally, and not thinking about the next thirty days or the sixty days or the ninety days. Like you really have to have a vision and a commitment of long term, um, because you don't know what your timeline is going to be like. But you you are in control of the habits and the steps that you take every day.
0: Wow! Fantastic. And uh, it, it, once again, I'm a note taker, so it, they what it reminded me of, well, two things, three things, four things, i it's on my mind, squirrel, um, is nothing happens overnight. It, it, it's taken you 16 years to become an overnight success to where you're at now, because everybody thinks it happens overnight. So oh, my, an overnight success, yeah. yeah. 25 years to be an overnight success. But anyway, um, but the next thing is, it's a quote by Jim Rohn. And he says, you know, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, or in your case, 16 years ago. Well, I can't go back in time. So the second best time to plant that tree is right here, right now, and then follow the disciplines, follow the advice, follow the wisdom and suggestions of people who have been there and done that, who have grown a garden, figuratively speaking, or grown a tree. Learn what they have learned, and it's gonna cut your learning curve, not only in half, it's gonna cut it down to a microcosm because you're gonna learn all the steps. Now, with that being said, a tree still takes time to grow. (laughs) You can't plant the seed today and then go out tomorrow and where the heck's my tree at, man? You you told me I plant this tree. I'm going to have something. Now, you got to be patient. It's kind of the law of sowing and reaping. And then the biggest thing I think uh, if you listen to anybody who's achieved a level of success and is continually driving or striving to not only do more, but to empower more people, it's all about that personal discipline. That personal mm-hmm. discipline to do it day in and day out, and uh, mm-hmm. Tom Ziegler, uh, Zig Ziegler's son, he has uh, he talks about PC a lot, and it's not mm-hmm. politically correct stuff that goes on in the world today. He's talking about persistent consistency. Be persistent in what you're doing consistently every single day, and that's how you get that tree to grow. That's how you get that garden mm-hmm. to grow. Instead of planting one seed, plant multiple seeds, but make sure you continue to water those. But have a purpose and a focus on what you're doing wow fantastic so
1: good. and so, i want to just add on that topic please you know I, I love if you don't know the story of the of general sherman tree it's the largest um tree in the world okay it's a it's a sequoia tree in um in the sequoias of of the giant forest in california i can't think of what um i can't think of the the forest but oh, it's
0: got the most the natural point- fertile soil yeah
1: Yes, but here's what's really interesting about that tree. If that tree were potted, it wouldn't have grown to the size that it was, right? So you can pot a tree and it will, this particular tree will actually only grow to the surrounding that that it's put itself in. So that, that being said, wherever you want your life to go, you have to decide if you're in a pot that's too small right? Do you have to get out of that pot? Do you need to go to more fertile soil? What are you surrounding yourself with? Like you can water the seeds all day long, but if you're constantly, if you're in the wrong soil, if you're, um, if you're using water that needs to be filtered and it's like, you know, well water, right? Like it's all about where you're surrounding yourself and how you're pouring into it. So you can make good habits and good, um, you know, changes, but if you're also not putting yourself in an, in, a, in an atmosphere or surrounding yourself um, with the right people and places or in the right, you know, scenario, it's going to make it really hard to go where you want to go. And that's why I love so much about that tree, because if that tree was potted, it would not be the largest tree in the world and look at it now. So it really goes to show, you know, how, how powerful it can be to be in a situation that you do have the right surroundings or you're making the changes in your life. So the surroundings can support the changes that you want to make.
0: Fantastic, and uh, uh, so so much to build off of that as well. The uh, the the tree example, obviously the uh, you have to be in the right environment, and thinking about what we have done, you know, moving away from. Kind of, uh, you know, the safe space, the comfortability of, you know, I I don't know, I say this with utmost humility, but I was kind of a big fish in a small pond in Edwardsville, which the truth be told, deep down, I never felt like I was uh, even worthy to be in Edwardsville. But that was kind of the driving factor to keep driving and pushing and, and going so forth. But the other thing about a tree, a tree is very limited in a sense that it can only grow where it's planted. Jim Romo also talks about that. He says, look, yeah, this Goya tree, man, that's huge. But as big as it gets and as great and spectacular as it is, it's limited in its capacity because it can't pick itself up and move. However, oh, yeah. we can. We
1: can. Yes. We have the ability. Yes. We're not a
0: tree. We're not rooted. Not we're not a tree.
1: Ourselves. Yes.
0: Yeah, that's kind of where I was going with that. <laughs> I love it.
1: It's so good. Together. No, it's so but true. You're not a tree. Not a tree. And,
0: and when you feel you're rooted, and uh, you know the i'll be brief because most of the listeners have heard this many many times before but during my quest to grow and and everything else uh, uh, a lot of doubters a lot of you know i used to call them haters but now i try and w- w- shy away from that because anybody that's hating on me obviously has or anybody else has too much hate for me to be name calling so you know what they just need some love as frustrating as they yes, are I but they're also that. a driving force but bringing all that up uh went through a couple bankruptcies house foreclosures closure, cars repossessed, and I still kept driving to try and do something more, and I finally had a little bit of foundation built. I had become a teacher. Um, somehow, I've got a degree in kinesiology. I don't know how I passed all the tests, but anyway, I was a PE teacher, which I loved. That's probably why I get to blow a whistle, but uh, uh, moving along, the studio business was doing okay, but in 2012, I said, you know what? I'm feeling rooted. I want to do more with the business, so I up and quit my PE job family, friends are like, you out of your mind? What is it going to take for you to finally just stop? And I'm like, I don't know. So anyway, move forward. My wife uh, quit her nursing job. She was my sugar mama for all these years, supporting me through all the failures and all the ups and downs and mistakes. Well, 2014, now she's in with the business. It starts growing, starts moving forward. And uh, we had our shares of ups and downs. But what happened was we were allowed to each focus on our areas that we're very good at. Now, I'm bringing this up for other entrepreneurs out there, other guys out there that may be in business with your wife or your spouse uh, or your, your significant other, look, don't do what I did for the first six months, which was trying and micromanage my wife, all right? Because she had said to me on a number of occasions, look, at my other job, I could leave and get away with this, you know, get away from it. Here, I'm stuck with you. And if you want to do this, you let me do what I do and you do what you do. But for 20-something years, I was a one-man band and I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to do it because the uh, word E-G-O, ego, edging got out or edging greatness out, was running my life because I was so insecure about someone else doing better than I had done. Now that's crazy, but I'm being humble and transparent and telling you that. So long story short, fast forward, we have now moved to the beautiful state of Florida and our business is still thriving in, in uh, Edwardsville, Illinois, because we, we built a great team. And Desi, my wife, coordinates with our, our, our team members. I uh, talked to him too, I just got off the phone before we went live here and had a great conversation just about a few different things we're working on but it's about knowing who you are, staying in your zone of genius, and then surround yourself with people that can help you Deliver on who you're supposed to be, and obviously that's yeah. such a reason. Casey, well, I'm blessed and honored that you're on the the show because you realized you're not a tree. I'm going to uproot and go to different places, 25 states, uh, in in two years. Holy smokes! And then, of course, you continue to do what you do with the abundant life. But that's also I see your stuff surrounding yourself with with a great tribe, a tribe of what I call engines that are driving and pushing you to do better, uh, pushing you beyond your comfortable uh, outside your comfort zone in order to achieve levels of success you never thought was possible, as opposed to being anchored by uh, anchors pulling you down, telling you what you can't do. And most importantly, uh, well, I guess the opposite is listening to those anchors and believing you can't do what God intended for you to do. So gosh darn great. A long story there to get to the point so guys out I love there, it listen to your spouses and uh, ladies out there maybe and I, I, I shouldn't say this but I'm gonna buy my like case we back me up here if uh, you know your significant other if you're the entrepreneur and they're helping you out find out what their zone of genius is and be humble enough yeah. to turn them loose and let them go are they going to make some mistakes and failures absolutely but be there to support them and help them grow because the strength of unity is a heck of a lot better than just one by itself you know I absolutely about and I can power through stuff because it's strength it's unity it's power one finger probably going to break
1: <laughs> yeah and I think in that in that same sentiment you know you're going to go through different seasons with your spouse there's something to be said about there was a season where Jesse was our primary income earner he Was crushing door to door sales for seven years. He built several sales teams. We moved to Texas and built sales teams. We came back to Illinois with our sales teams. And during those seasons, like he was my sugar daddy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like he took care of our family and I was kind of figuring life out. And I knew that I wanted to, I, I, I got to watch my parents. I'm so grateful I got to watch my parents build side hustles growing up. My mom did. Um, uh, she was a seamstress part-time, but she like, was so good at that trade. And she used it in that season to build a great extra income for our family while my dad was a full-time firefighter. And additionally, they they built up several mark network marketing businesses. I watched them pursue more than just what they were they were settled in right and because of that it was a really ingrained in me that i never wanted to settle and so i i graduated from college and i found myself jumping from job to job and even when my husband and i opened our own um gym in uh, the edwardsville area we even realized that it still wasn't where it still was not where we felt called to and so we were willing to move and willing to and i think so often people get Content or complacent or wherever their spouse is it kind of holds them back and I have to say that Jesse and I have learned to really work with each other and and we're now in this season where I've been quote unquote, <laughs> the sugar mama for the last, I don't know, six, six, seven years. But now what's really cool is that we've traveled for two years, we're now settling in Southwest Florida and we do our online business together, but we're looking at other entrepreneurial um, avenues where he's kind of taking the lead, right? So I think it's also that ebb and flow of willing to let your partner lead when it's their time to lead and and, and having the, the humility to say like, I need to take a step back. I need to do other things so that I can support my spouse and where they're being called to and that they're, especially when they're executing it and crushing it well, right? Like that was, I watched Jesse do that for so many years and I was that support for him. And now he's, we've kind of switched roles where I've been able to do that. And he's been able to support our family and, you know, making sure that I'm getting fed well and our kids are raised well and we we homeschool our children together. Um, it's definitely like we figure out a balance there. Like this week, I can say that Jesse homeschooled more than me, you know, with our children, but we find the balance and we work together. And I think that just comes down to in your marriage, having a team, a team isn't made up of a bunch of chiefs, you know, like a team is made up of people that are willing to bring their gifts, skills and talents that God gave them to work together towards the same goal, and so that's really what's so empowering in a marriage is that when you can find that middle ground of where and, and you can let the ego go right and be humble enough to step to where you can support your spouse in, in whatever season you're in. That's where the magic can happen. I I've seen it over and over in our marriage, and it's been super empowering. It's why I really can say like we're in the season of like breakthrough because we both have humbled ourselves enough and let the ego go to realize like, Hey, I need to do more of this. Or, Hey, I need to do more of that or less of whatever we're doing. Right. So that we can have best balance in our family and our finances and in our marriage and in our business life while raising three kids at home full time. So... I know that was also a tangent, but you know, ultimately, I think that I if you, if you're married, you you got to have a foundation. You've got to have a place of humility to come together to make things happen.
0: Fantastic, and I keep saying that, but it really, really is, and on so many levels. Uh, and, and and obviously, I, I'm not sure what the exact statistic is anymore, but I think it's it's over like. 60 percent of marriages fail they don't work yeah. and obviously a big part of that is lack of communication everybody gets locked in their own ways they do their own thing but i think it also i i'm such a um, our number one black belt principal at the academy and kind of when i put those together years ago i knew the first and the last one i couldn't the middle five six seven when I was tweaking I kind of had an idea of how to put those pieces together but I had the first and the last the first one was humility simply because I know that a large part of uh, you know humility is kind of the counter opposite of ego you got to have a little bit of both but I know that if your ego is high your humility is low right and I like to say Mm -hmm. ego is an acronym for edging God out or edging Mm -hmm. greatness out you're pretty much saying hey God I don't need you man I got this thing you know thanks for your help but you know I'll put you on the shelf when I need you I'll call you and and Mm -hmm. I know I lived a lot of that life And I had a very, truth be told, a fragile ego, but in order to protect that fragile ego from getting hurt, I put on this false front to keep that ego from getting hurt. But of course, now you got to pump it up. But by doing that, you're not being humble. You're not being what I call the definition of humility we have at the academy is uh, keeping an open mind and always willing to learn. Always willing right. to learn from good or bad. Yeah. Well, that was number yeah. one, was humility. And then the last black belt principle was perseverance. That was the foundation. And the reason I put that one last is that's the foundation that holds everything up. Because it's not a matter of if, but when you get knocked yeah. down, are you going to get back up? And then my little philosophy yes. on that every day is we're working one or two muscles. You're either working your perseverance muscles, you get back up each and every time and quicker than the last time or you lay there a little bit longer and then you're working on your give up and quit muscles. But we know that anything that isn't in, uh, like you put a car outside in the grass, before you know it, the grass and the ground is gonna eat that car, right? Before you know it, it's gonna start well, the same thing. The longer we lay there and wallow in self-pity and victim mindset, the more we're working and strengthen those give up and quit muscles. It's not easy. Yeah. But once again, yeah. that gets back to why you need to, well, I'm going to pump up why you need to listen to this podcast, why you need to listen to several other podcasts, why you need to follow people like Casey here is in order to surround yourself with people that fought battles, went through it, but are humble enough to share and be transparent that, hey, we ain't got it all figured out, but we're working on it, man. And let me share with you what I've learned along the way. And please take something that is going to help grow, help you grow, help you understand and not say, well, none of that stuff going to work for me, so I'm going to turn it off.
1: One yeah. nugget,
0: one nugget, yeah, and the seasons. I love that, and I, I keep going back to Jim Rome. And when I say Jim Rome, I'm not talking about Jim Rome, the old sports broadcaster, I'm talking about Jim Rome, the uh, um. Uh, motivational speaker, him and Zig Ziglar were bipolar opposites in every imaginable way, but they both delivered an impactful message. The old story is, uh, and I worked with, uh, still work with Chris Widener, he's one of my heroes and mentors, and he got an opportunity to do a TV show with Zig, and he wrote a bestseller book with Jim. The bestseller book is called 12 Pillars, but he said Zig would walk through the crowd to get to the stage, meeting and greeting everybody, and take him an hour to get to stage, where Jim Rohn would come in the back way and then leave the back way, because he felt comfortable on the stage Age, but didn't feel comfortable and uh, mixing in with, uh, with people. But they both, the philosophies were great. But Jim talked about the seasons of life and we all go through seasons. So we go through the snowy seasons. Well, maybe not in Florida here, although we did get some cold weather, but you go through the, the winters, you go through the spring, you go through the summer, you go through the fall. But the thing about it, it's always gonna come back around. But is what have you learned from season to season? What have you planted? What have you grown? What have you done? from season to season. And, you know, uh, you're married, you've been married a long time now, how many years?
1: 11 years.
0: 11 years
1: yeah yes, we just celebrated yes. our
0: 25th of course i'm yeah. a little bit older but uh anyway but, but the thing is it hasn't been all sunshine and rainbows but i've had to yeah. check my ego we're going to get on to each other we're going to go through a down season you know it's snowing outside i'm frustrated and this and that but we got to work together on that thing we can't just give up because of a, a, a one battle or one disagreement so those yeah. out there that may be struggling with your relationship it all started here with communication this is what my point was make sure you communicate yes. and get through those seasons or surround yourself yeah. with people that can help you. Absolutely. Boom. Boom. So <laughs> and, in my, go ahead.
1: No, you're just, good. Go I, it's so good. And I and I have to say too, I'll just add that, that I even got to have a conversation with my parents yesterday about communication and just, you know, I think so often kind of how you said, um, earlier, like, it, it, you know, we show up and we look good, but you don't really know what's going on in the back. And I got to have an honest conversation with my parents about, you know, even my own struggles in my marriage of like, you know, my own faults and my own, you know, shortcomings and what I'm trying to do, um, you know, to better my communication with my marriage. And I think it just goes to show that it really does come down to, um, being willing to say that when you're wrong and to make a marriage thrive. And being willing to change, and that's really—it comes down to the communication thing. Um, actually, I'm re, I'm doing a study on um, hurt and sin, and and really where a lot of that comes from in our relationship is um, unmet expectations. And so often, the reason why we have unmet expectations is because we've not communicated, and that's why so many marriages fall apart because one spouse or the other or both have expectations that are unmet over and over and over. And it builds up resentment. It builds up anger. It builds up frustration. And then it becomes to a head where the decision is, well, we just can't compute. So we're just going to get a divorce, right? Rather than realizing that I've had unmet expectations. I've had unmet expectations and I haven't communicated them. And in any thriving relationship, marriage, friendship, parenting, right? If there is a massive communication, massive, I don't even say massive, small to massive communication breakdown, that has a compounding effect over time. And so communication really is a powerful tool to to set the foundation of a quality relationship, whether it is your marriage or it is a friendship or a business partnership. And when communication standards are not high, expectations tend to overcome and and overpower them and then breakdown happens. And so I love that you brought that up because it's actually a big like kind of theme in my life right now. And it's really helped me through some friendship struggles and marriage struggles. And it's been really humbling and good. So it's always, I think, good to check yourself at the door to, to, to look at every single situation with in a relationship with what was my, you know, if I'm struggling with something or if I'm angry or something, what was my expectations and did I communicate them well or, or my, or were my expectations too high, you know, being really realistic, you know? So, um, I love that you brought that up because it's been a huge theme for me lately. And I just feel like the Lord is refining me and allowing me to go through this so I can share it with others because it really has allowed me to become a better version of myself just in the last month. So Thank you for bringing that
0: up. Awesomeness! So um, now you got me all excited. You said you're doing a study on this. So, so what is that going to lead to? I mean, uh, I'm sure listeners here are saying, "Man, that's fantastic! Where can I get my hands on this study?" Because I know I could benefit from that. So. And if it's too early on that, uh, just teach no. us about what, what this study is going to lead to. But uh, uh, and once again, folks, if you just join us, Miss Casey Elmore, the abundant life. And uh, we've been going at it, uh, I guess, about 30 minutes now. So if you're watching the live stream, please some, throw something in the chat box. Any questions you have, those listening to the podcast, you want to see the beautiful Casey Elmore. You got to go watch the live stream on our YouTube channel uh, or Facebook feed or LinkedIn. Grogan's bully proof to check that out. So, Casey. How, uh, where can we find out more about this study?
1: So I'm actually doing this study as kind of a mentorship through our church. It's called Next Level Church. Um, They're out of Fort Myers, Florida. And what's really cool about, um, what's really incredible about this study is it was actually written by our pastors, Sarah and Matt Keller and they're really digging deep on hurt and sin and finding freedom in your relationship with the Lord and what that looks like. And, and I think so often people think, you know, when they're going through big breakthroughs that hard things aren't going to happen. And I've gone through a lot of breakthroughs over the last couple of years, but I've also gone through a lot of hardships. I, I had a miscarriage in 2020. You know, we thought we were going to travel overseas. We did end up not having to travel overseas. Um, I've had some friendships kind of, you know, separation season where, you know, they've been great friends in my, in my past, but they're no longer, a friendship that's happening now, and I've had to be okay with that. I had a major career transition that caused a lot of friction in, in business relationships and personal relationships, and are you know, kind of left us in the unknown of our finances, of like, okay, I'm trusting you, Lord. You know, but through all of that, the last couple of years, um, I've really recognized that, and through this, it's kind of come to fruition through this study that the Lord has really called me to a place to speak. You know, my platform has been, um, Definitely more focused on my network marketing background and my husband's sales background. And I really feel called to a place because of this study um, to be able to speak more to the subconscious and limiting beliefs that we place in our life, which I just believe is like Satan just digging in his heels to try to take over. You know, God is abundant. I just want to say that right now, like God's mindset is abundant for your life. And so if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, like, I don't even know how that's possible. I'm going through this or through that, through that. And the reality is that, yeah, hard things are going to happen. And it comes down to the things of our, of our life that have rooted belief patterns that tend us to think a certain way. And when those belief patterns happen, they're going to come, they're going to manifest in our life, either a i can't mindset or i'm going to overcome mindset and that's really what the lord has really worked through me over the last i would say 10 years is helped me reach an i'm going to overcome mindset um i say one of my biggest like sad stories and this is it's sad but like you have these dreams right and when i was a young child i dreamed of becoming a professional soccer player that was like my dream and i was very skilled and i was very athletic and i was fast but I had all of these little things, these these limiting beliefs that were rooted in me because I was small. I wasn't very strong. And so I had all these things rooted in me. And so guess what? Like I believed them and I didn't become a professional soccer player because I allowed them to turn me into a, I can't do it mindset. And so over the last 10 years, I've really like looked at different phases of my life that have allowed me to become or become the person that has an overcoming mindset and I can do it mindset. And it came down to one thing that I found consistently happening. And it was the language that I was using in my life and that we were using as a family that had deeply rooted effects on the things that we do every single day. And so this study that I'm doing right now is really pushing me to start speaking and and mentoring publicly. So my biggest platform is on Instagram. We do share some of our family life still on the Abundant Life Project, but right now I'm going down this path and I feel very called to speak into how what we speak and the language that we use and the words that we hear and the things that we listen to really has the impact to change or to hold you back in your life. Either you're going to move forward or you're going to move back forward or you're going to stay stagnant. And so that's really what this this study has kind of brought me to a place of like, I want to pour more into others, what I've been fed over the last 10 years and how I've been able to build this overcome mindset, um, because that's what God wants us to do. And actually my, um, I have a board right here next to me that has my favorite scripture and it's Jeremiah 29, 11, and it's for, I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future and so often we think like, well, that's not for me. Well, that's for every single person. Like, absolutely. And, my, and the plans for you versus me is going to look different. But if we're willing to pursue an overcoming mindset and make the changes necessary, anything is possible. Anything is possible in the Lord. And that is what I'm really excited to really start digging into on Instagram and on my platforms. And that's what people are going to see for me more going forward
0: fantastic uh, and uh, Kara Byers from from Edwardsville we know Kara real estate agent she just said uh, amen and with uh, with thank you Kara we love you and uh, please tell your kiddos I said hello you know mr Grogan was her PE teacher way back in the day there uh, Kara does a beautiful wonderful job but you know we just need to have uh, Kara on the podcast at some point in time to continue this man so much to dig into there holy smoke so first thing and on on Instagram where 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 do people find you on Instagram?
1: They can find me, um, my name, Casey Elmore underscore, just my name. And they can also follow if they want to check out with my husband, if they're, if there's a man listening to this and they want to watch you know, what he's up to, it's going to be pretty cool what we've been kind of working on that his gift skills and talents, he's going to start sharing about more about movement and about business and mindset stuff that we've worked on the last 10 years together. So they're going to see a lot there. And his um, Instagram is Jesse um, Elmore underscore as well. So.
0: Awesome sauce and Kara jumped. You, you both are two uh, very inspiring people. Thank you, Kara. We love you. Uh, so man, I'm going to tell you, yes, definitely check out Jesse, but check him out with the utmost humility. Check your freaking ego. Yeah, I'm hitting you with the right hook of reality. It's a good looking guy and he's, uh, he's doing some yoga poses. So he's in shape. But if you can check your ego enough to get beyond all that stuff, man, you can learn a lot and mindset. Yeah. My gosh, uh, that's a, that's a minefield full of things simply because my absolute favorite Zig Ziglar quote, and I mentioned this just about every every show, every podcast, every video blog, so uh, regular listeners, you probably got it, but I'm going to tell you it again so uh, our new listeners can hear it, and it is, you are what you are and where you are by what's going into your mind. You can change what you are and where you are by changing what goes in your mind, and that it, it means so much to me because I often share up until 2012, I didn't know I could read because I chose not to. I mean, the people I yeah. surrounded myself with just wasn't something they did. And at the time, I was 42 years old. I'm thinking, what the heck am I going to learn? Uh, you know, what? Uh, yeah, some people read, but I still had a scarcity or fixed mindset. And I really, really like what you said there. And I'm going to uh, got, you know, here's my... I'm going to have to flip over a page and get some more notes going here. But uh, scarcity mindset is is a Satan mindset or a limited belief is limited. And that's what Satan wants us to do or believe that we're not good enough. You know, in third grade, I was told that, you know, I was an idiot. I couldn't read because I was afraid to read in class for my whole life. I feel like I'm an idiot. Couldn't read. So that had some bearing on why. I, I, I didn't know I could read or wanted to read because it was a challenge, right? Mm. Well, I like what you said. Scarcity—that's a—that's a, that's a Satan mindset. Where abundance is a God mindset. Be abundant, yes. and that mindset shift which is uh, one of the biggest shifts in my entire life was going from that, I like to say fixed or scarcity mindset of I'll never be successful. I'll never be rich. I'll always be a poor farm boy. Yeah. I can camouflage this and act like I'm a big shot in Edwardsville, but deep down I'm never going to be much. That was, and that's why the whole thing talks about bullying because my whole life has been nothing, but a, a, I was bullied as a kid, teen and an adult because I allowed it to happen.
1: Yeah. But,
0: The biggest bully I've ever faced and the biggest bully that most people face is that bully within, that bully in our mind, the bully we see in the mirror that tells us you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, yeah, those people are right, yeah, those doubters are right, have that fixed abundant mindset. That person that's successful, they're only successful because they got lucky or they cheated somebody. I used to think those things because I allowed those thoughts to play over in my head. But switching to that abundance growth mindset, and the best way I can sum that up just quickly here, is a scarcity fixed mindset is the world is one pie. And if Casey takes three slices of that pie, and there's only four slices, that means she's cheated everybody out of of the pie because the whole world now has to fight over that one last piece. Well, that's baloney. Casey has Mm -hmm. got her pie. Rich Grogan has his pie, Kara who's listening has her pie, the hundreds of others that are listening. You've got your own gosh darn pie because that's your zone of genius, that's your God given talent. I I can't, yeah, as much as Casey and I are alike with what we're trying to do here, that's her pie. I can be jealous in which I can eat more of her pie or you know, jump in, hey Casey, I'm gonna steal this one. But I wouldn't do it right, I wouldn't make it right, I wouldn't clean it right, I wouldn't bake it right. I got to stay in my zone of genius and that's my pie. I can have the whole gosh darn thing, but what I can do to continue replicating that pie is what Casey's doing, what Jesse's doing, what so many others are doing out there is teaching and showing people how I made this pie. Now you use your God given talents and create your own pie and eat the whole gosh darn thing. If you want.
1: (laughs) Yes. I love pie. So (laughs) I'm like, yes, pie, blackberry preferably, but you know, I do love pie. I love it. No. And you're so right. You know, ultimately too, just loving this analogy, we each are going to use our own ingredients, right? Like those are your gift skills and talents, right? And you have your own gift skill and you have to use your own ingredients of your gift skills and talents to really create who, who you are. And one of the, one of the things I, I talk about often is, is abundant. Like my abundance is going to look different than your abundance, right? And whoever's listening, my abundance is going to look, look, look different than your abundance. And that being said, because of those ingredients, those gift skills and talents, you have to figure out what your abundance is because this isn't a game of comparison. This is a game of really stepping into who you are meant to be, who God has called you to do, and to use those ingredients to create a beautiful pie for your life, right? And And if you're sitting here looking at you know Casey's pie or or Rich Bergen's pie, and you're like, well, my pie doesn't look good as their pie then ultimately you're not in abundance mindset. You're in that scarcity mindset because we're comparison. And and the Lord says, you know, comparison steals all joy. and, And comparison is absolutely from, from, you know, from the enemy. It's not of the Lord. And so when you really speak into abundance and building that incredible life and overcoming the mindset stuff you have to stop looking at other people's pie you have to stop at looking at other people's ingredients because they've gone through different steps they've gone through through different experiences and you have to bring yours, your own to the table and really utilize what god has given to you to to take the next step and to move forward and to overcome and and i love i, I want to share um, something that i think is really if there's one thing that i on the topic of mindset that I think is one of the most pivotal things that I learned over my last 10 years is that, um, and I've heard this several times and the number is slightly tweaked, but it's typically around like 16, 17, 18 for every six, we'll just say 17 is average for every single negative one negative that you hear your brain needs 17 positive, maybe it's 16, maybe it's 18, but 17 positive positive interactions specific to that topic to overcome that one negative interaction. So in the world that we live in right there's so many like it's so noisy there's so much going on right and let's say that we're talking about one particular topic if you're spending an hour of time listening to that negative topic consuming that that negative content let's say it's the news right i'm going to be honest Guys, the news is toxic. All it wants to share is is negativity and drama and it just wants to make you anxious. I watched one video the other day that was like that made me super anxious and I literally sat at the end of the video and I was like, "Why am I so anxious right now?" It's because it was so negative and I'm not an anxious person. I'm very laid back. And I thought to myself, "Oh my gosh, I literally watched 30 seconds of this. I need to now spend 17 times 30 you know amount of my time to overcome to help my brain overcome that one interaction so if you're spending an hour of your time consuming something that's negative toxic whatever maybe it's a conversation maybe it's a tv show maybe it's the news maybe it's the radio a podcast i don't know what you're listening to right but however you're you're consuming your content you have to take a multiplication factor to overcome it so that's when i when i talked about earlier you know your soil Your water, right when you're when you're, it's the same thing of your ingredients of your pie. If your ingredients are coming from really horrible sources, because you know me being a holistic health practitioner by trade, I love to think about the quality of source of food and where it's coming from. If your ingredients are really really poorly sourced, then ultimately you're going to have a really poor pie. (laughs) That's just the reality of it. And so um, that being said, you know when it comes to mindset the question has to be and what the change and the and the solution has to be, how often am I consuming this this content and how often do I need to overcome it? The less you consume it, the more you can grow, right? It's one thing if you're consuming one piece of content that's negative and then you have to overcome all of it. But what if you're consuming zero? That means that everything else you consume is going to grow you, not just like bring you to a level playing field. So That was really, truly one of the most impactful things that I got to take in that allows me to put boundaries up in my life around my relationships, what I consume in terms of the media, um, social, you know, whether it's the TV or social media, um, the music I listen to, right. The, the people I I allow myself to surround myself with on a regular basis, even in my relationships of like parenting other, other, other moms, I've had to realize that I, got, I have to put up certain boundaries so that I can live the abundant life that, you know, God meant me to be. And that looks different for everybody. Everybody knows their, has to find their own thresholds of, of limitations and boundaries. But it's so important if you could, if, if there was one thing that I could say that someone could take in and apply it to their life is that perspective of how much is that one negative piece of content are you going to have to overcome? And can you take it to zero? Or, how many of those negative interactions can you overcome and take that to zero so that you can really move forward and grow your mindset? So,
0: that is so powerful. So, so powerful in so many ways. Um, And of course, the easy way out, folks. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that uh, enter my mind simply because it's there. You're going to say, well, yeah, that's easier said than done. Well, those that listen to me a a lot, you know how I feel about easier said than done. Bam, hit you with a right hook of reality and a left uppercut of truth. Everything is easier said than done. So stop saying that. That's a limiting belief. That's a scarcity mindset. That's just a cop out. And that's exactly what it is. Is it going to be tough? Well, yeah, it's going to be tough. And I'm going to address, I'm going to definitely get back to the, I'm going to call it seeds and weeds. uh, That. But what you had said earlier about uh, kind of problem solving, and this is something I just had a conversation with Austin, my 21-year-old, the other day, and uh, he had mentioned, like, gosh, dang, Dad, these, these problems, sometimes problems are just, well, not sometimes problems are tough, but these problems are so much tougher than they used to be. And, you know, I still say, I mean, we often say that, but here's Adulting.
1: the
0: <laughs> oh, uh, Yeah, the mindset <laughs> behind that is the reason it's a problem is because you've overcome previous challenges, w- which weren't tough. We used to be tough, but now you've developed the the understanding, the problem-solving ability to now they're not a problem anymore. John Maxwell often talks about if you're a um, level two problem solver and you've got a level four problem – that is a grandio event. I'm mean, like, holy yeah. crap, it's two times the amount of problem-solving ability you have. However, yeah. you solve that problem, now you become a level five problem solver. That level four problem isn't even a problem anymore. And a level two problem doesn't even register on your radar because you've yeah. developed the ability to solve that problem. So mm-hmm. if you've got problems, and, and, and they're really hard problems as much as they suck, they do, but it, it wouldn't be a problem Well, it would be a problem before, but now they're a problem because you have scaled yourself to that level. And how you got through that challenge, maybe now a different season of life, you need to surround yourself with better problem solvers. People that are going to give you the tools to back to the pie to, to make your own pie and to realize that. Uh, and I I love, and I I reference this a lot, the Bruce Lee philosophy. It's what I've done with our Martial Arts Academy and our business. The Bruce Lee philosophy is this. Bruce Lee says you take it all in, absolutely everything. Now you quickly disregard which isn't for you, which doesn't align with your core values, which isn't in alignment with your beliefs or your, your, your soul and who you are. You get rid of that. You take the rest, and the most important thing is don't ever forget to add your special ingredient or Kung Fu Panda, yeah. your secret sauce, right? To add it. that in because that's what makes it uniquely your mm-hmm. own. And back to, you know, as wonderful as Casey is, uh, some of her vision, I can't see it as much as I want to. Well, I can't see it because God didn't give me the eyes to see her vision. Only she has that vision. But what I can do is learn I wonder why she's making that choice. Oh, my gosh, there it is. But you actually have to look for it. And then how can you yeah. apply that to your life? So those listening to the podcast, watching the live stream, you may say, yeah, I got a few things here, but you know, I was, I was hoping to get more. Well, we're going to do what we can to give you more. But my advice is run with the golden nugget you got, take notes, write it down, and then come back and listen to it again. And I promise by reading a book a second or third time, by listening to a podcast a second or third time, you're going to pick up on Things that you never heard the first time because you weren't at a level or problem-solving level to pick it up. And then you're going to swear, because I do this, I'll go back through, like I just read a book called The Big Leap. And I read that book. So
1: good. It's one of my uh, favorites. So good.
0: 2013, when I first learned, I could start to read. Well, I just, I've read it probably five times, listened to the audio book. I just listened to it again uh, last month. And I swear, the book is is, is a new book. It's like the author, I forgot his name, uh, gay, uh, remember his name?
1: um uh, yeah. i literally just oh. pulled out all my books oh it's right there hold on uh get hold on hold on Casey's gonna
0: get the get the book so anyway while well, she's finding the name of the author there thank Gay you hinders. for doing that Gay Gay
1: hinders. Hinders. there it is
0: the big leap yes. jumping from the small fish bowl to the big fish fishbowl and it's yes. four levels I'll, I'll get to those in a second but uh it, it's uh, um I, I swear it's a brand new book and why is that It's because when I listen to the first, second, third, fourth, or fifth time, each time I've listened, I'm listening from a different mindset, a different growth level, so I'm able to pick up and hear things that I – they were clearly there. It's not like he rewrote the book or redid the audio track uh, in, yeah. in, in my sleep here, but it's I'm able to pick up on things because I'm a different level of learning. And that's why it's yeah. so important to once again, surround yourself with the right group of people, the right mindsets and grow your pie, create, build your pie in your business, whatever that may be with an abundant, ever growing mindset. And it fixed is just like it sounds. I'm fixed. I'm stuck in that f- small fishbowl. Growth, abundance, man, I'm jumping into this, the unknown. I don't know what's out there. And I, and I share Boy, in Edwardsville, I finally felt like I'd made something of myself. You know, I say this to the utmost humility, but everybody knew me. You know, I was Norman Cheers. Everybody knew my name, right? Yes. <laughs> I go around. But it wasn't enough because God was telling me, look, I've given you this gift. The world needs it. The world needs to hear your bully proof and kicking life message. The world needs to have guests on your show like Casey Elmore so she can share her gifts, her knowledge, her wisdom to impact others to continue to grow. And something I mentioned on uh, a previous show was, it's just great if we're all throwing the old concept of throwing a pebble in the pond. And throw a pebble, you get ripples, right? And the more ripples you get, the bigger the impact. Well, if I'm throwing a pebble here, Casey's throwing a pebble there, and we're all throwing pebbles, yeah, we're creating ripples. But, man, if collectively we can come together like we're doing right now and share ideas and concepts and pick up a massive gosh darn boulder and throw that sucker in the pond, we're not just making ripples, baby. We're flooding the banks. We're yes. flooding the banks and people are like, whoa, there's something out there. So now the people that are following me are going to soon say, oh, let's check out this Casey Elmore. And the people that are following Casey's going to say, maybe we'll check out this Kicking Life guy and see what he's all about. But, but together, we're sharing different philosophies, uh, but it's all wrapped around the same thing, which is mindset. I cannot say that enough because that has Absolutely. been such a profound thing in my life, uh, learning learning. I could read, then surrounding myself with people that were were, 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 were not only pushing and driving the engines, but they reminded me, and this is the seeds, weeds, and trees I'm getting to, reminded me of what I put in my mental garden is the most important thing. And I talk about it in my book. You cannot plant, I don't care if you got the most fertile seed, you cannot plant it at a weed-infested garden because the weeds are going to suffocate that seed and suffocate all the nutrients and kill it. So you got to dig that yuck up and continuously dig it up. And then, then, then we plant those seeds, continue to fertilize it and take the right steps to make it grow. That's the weeds you're talking about. The wrong things, the wrong uh, uh, nutritional value, the wrong mental value, listening to the uh, constantly negative network, the uh, mainstream media. Uh, and, yeah. and I admit, sometimes I get down the rabbit hole and I've got to find my way back because I didn't realize what the number was. I knew it was extreme, but every one uh, uh, negative, it takes at least 17 positives to just get back to even. Think about that. Yes. My gosh. Yes. But it's what you put in. It's like you're, when you plant weeds deliberately, would, who would do it? Well, we do it every day when we listen to negativity. And Absolutely. here's uh, uh, back to the seeds. If you want strawberries, you got to plant strawberry seeds. You plant onion seeds. I don't care what kind of rain dance you do and what kind of prayer you do. What you plant is what you're getting. You plant onion yes. seeds, you're getting onions. You plant negativity, you're getting negativity. you got to yeah. plant what you want. And then you got to constantly yeah. work at it because the sa- Satan and the weeds of negativity—they're going to do their best to creep in, yeah. creep in. I'm listening to a book right now. Um called, uh, uh, Don't Let the Enemy Sit at Your Table. And the enemy's talking Mm. about Satan. Once he sits down, baby, before you know it, it's drifting. And the example, real quick, I like to give on that is, you know, Satan didn't go right up to Eve and immediately tempt her to eat the apple. He got his foot in the door, so to speak, or he got his his head in the door. And by saying, uh, hey, God said, if you touch this tree, you're going to die. Well, you just touched it. You ain't going to die. You you no, know, no. What is God afraid of? So he started off by by, by playing her, making something up yes. by trying to quote the scripture, but just manipulating it just a little bit. And then that led to her listening. That led to her believing. And of course, we know how that, oh, that turned out, right? And uh, yeah. Zig Ziglar always says that, uh, you know, uh, Adam blamed Eve, Eve blamed uh, the snake, and the snake was left without a leg to stand on. <laughs> but that's kind of the blame I game. I
1: Yes. Yes, I love that. And and I well, I, I don't know how much longer we want to go here, but um, I want to, as I'm kind of going into the series of this season where I'll be speaking more to language and, and the power of our language, um, I think something that's really powerful from a visual perspective so that, you know, people can consider if they want to follow me or if they want to follow Jesse, um, that there, there's a story of a woman, she had plants she had plants in the same same parts of her house um they both were facing the sun directly she watered them the same every single day she made she turned them the same amount every single day but she spent five minutes a day speaking horrible horrible lies to one plant okay and she spent five minutes a day speaking truth and love and light and empowerment to the other plant and guess what happened the plant that still was fed all the right things got the sunlight was turned all the time it started to wilt and fall away. And the plant that was spoken love and truth and light and empowerment started to just thrive and explode and it, and it really, that is just the reflection of our lives. Language is a powerful thing. The things that we speak and allow to speak in our lives are, are either going to allow us to wither away or they're going to allow us to grow and to thrive and to become the best versions of ourselves. And that's really my heart and what I get to do is just speaking truth and light into people. And that's really, you know, my heart, and why I, why I, you know, originally reached out to you because I saw you speaking truth and light into people on social media when some people, you know, most people weren't. Um, and I think it's really cool to be in a circle that, um, you know, if if people are listening in here, that just to know that whether they're listening in because I've invited them or you're listening in because of um, Master Grogan's, you know, platform that. Either way, we are here to like speak truth and light and love and empowerment. And if you're looking for an extra step, um, you know, following both of us, in my opinion, listening to your podcast, I mean, I listened to like a couple of episodes last week as I was preparing and I was just blown away at what's available to you. So I just want to thank you too, for what you've done and, and, and what you've written and what you're doing, you're writing a book right now. I cannot wait to get my hands on it and my kids read it to my children. Um, I'm just really excited and honored and what's happening in your world and, and just to, to be a little sliver part of it.
0: Oh, yeah. and folks, is the reason I have. Guests like Casey on to make me feel good about myself. So that's how you do it. You surround yourself with people that are going to make you feel good. Then you have people on your your show that are going to make you feel even better. That's how you do it. That's the secret sauce right there. Now, thank you so 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 very much. And just like it says, empowering others with hope and self confidence in whatever way, shape, or form you do it. And uh, folks, and, and just just a little subtle reminder. I, I talk about you know the bully proof is putting on. It's, it's the armor of God. Is kind of where I borrowed that idea from. And the armor of God. You know, you've got the helmet. You got the chest plate. Well, the, the helmet uh, that goes on your head, what I say is protects your mind. The chest plate protects your heart. The two most vulnerable areas that all bullies go to attack. And the bully within is the meanest, nastiest bully we're ever going to face because it attacks our mind with limiting beliefs, self-doubt, all the things that we were told. And then our heart is vulnerable because if you're, You know, and most people are good people. But when they've had their heart ripped out so many times, that's when the heart hardens. But my point is keep that heart beautiful and pure, but we got to protect that gosh darn thing. And we got to protect that by making sure that we believe in ourselves, have to continue to have that hope, that self-confidence. And how do we do that? How do we charge our battery? How do we build up our open self-confidence? Well, hopefully, by listening to this show, following people like Casey and the many other guests we've had on the show before, because that's what's going to pick you up. That's what's going to lift you up. And that's what's going to help propel you to be your very best. Because we all go through the seasons of life. We're going to have the ups and downs, the ins, the outs. We're going to have the, uh, why is this happening to me? Well, you can have those thoughts, but as soon as they come out of your mouth or as soon as they start regulating your head, okay, I had it. Now get that sucker out of there. Because if you let that weed grow, that weed's going to suffocate all the positivity. Because you're gonna wither that self-doubt and i believe once again two muscles you're fighting every day your perseverance or you give them and quit but also another battle you're fighting every single day is the victim mindset or the hero mindset simple as that yes. am i gonna wallow in self-pity i'm gonna get up and fight back that's kicking life and that's kicking life's butt boom
1: i love it i love it so good
0: <laughs> so good so we are coming up uh, right on an hour here. I usually have them around an hour, but this has been, I got to put on my, my reading glasses nowadays. Um, uh, I wanted to make sure I had something wrote down that I really wanted to hit on. It's so much okay. good stuff here. Casey, gosh darn. And uh,
1: I know, we um, should uh, do Christ this more Jen's often. <laughs>
0: We, we, you know what? We we, we need to have uh, uh, Casey Elmore part two. Maybe have uh, Jesse if he's got the time. We'll we'll I'll, I'll double dip. Have you both on yes. here? It'll be like a like a four or five hour podcast. Holy schnikeys! <laughs> right, we'll just break it up in the segments there. Um, well, you know what? We talked about so much. Gosh darn! But the biggest thing, folks, the the, the oh, I know what I wanted to say just for for Casey I don't, and I haven't had a chance to connect with you in a while. I've actually got three books coming out, uh, that I've been uh, working on one books. It's been, it's uh, been writing it for like seven something years now, and it's called becoming Bullyproof. It's me as a kid, uh, about 12 years old meeting me as master Grogan 40 years later. And we go on a journey together. Now it's turned into a novel. I've never ever envisioned a, a novel, but, uh, Four or five years ago I first submitted it to my first writing coach and editor and they said well it sounds like you're giving a presentation or a speech which is fine but why don't you turn it into uh, why don't you put some narration in there and this is how limited I was I said what the heck's narration mean he goes well you know you narrate a story I'm like oh my gosh so I did I narrated a story and it comes back about 65,000 words and he goes no you need to chop that baby down to about 38,000 I'm like oh my gosh so anyway long story short it's uh, it, it, it's turned into an, a remarkable journey and the uh, at first, uh, the older me was the hero to the younger me because I thought that's the way it was supposed to be. And then I read a book a book by Donald Miller called Story Brand, and he gave the example of, and this is good for marketing, folks, if you're listening. It's also good as, as a reminder of you being a parent or an adult. this The example he gave was in, in Star Wars, people often thought that Obi-Wan Kenobi was Luke Skywalker's hero. Well, he said nothing could be further from the truth, Luke Skywalker, or Obi-Wan Kenobi had already accomplished and overcame his challenges. Now he was nothing more than a guide to help Luke become his own hero because sooner or later, Luke was going to have to fight the battles without Obi-Wan Kenobi there. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, it was right there all along, but I just never had saw it before. So in marketing, he talks about, look, you've got to be the guide to help people achieve their level of success. Yeah, you can hold their hand for a little while, but you can't be the hero of the story. People have to become their own hero and a good guide and mentor will show people how to become that. So that took another two years of transformation to have the older me pretty much just I wanted to be the hero, the old me. This is what I've learned. But now it's all about what can I do to mentor the younger me, which I'm hoping all my readers, it's written for ages nine to 14. Uh, obviously, I want the parents to read it too, to discover their own bully proof kick in life hero within how they can use the tips, the philosophies, the suggestions, the cool stories, which are all real by the way either happened to me or someone in my family that I know of, I've just kind of twisted them a little bit to fit the, fit the narrative, but uh, to become your own hero. So when I'm not there, when Casey's not there, when other guests aren't there, you can stand up to that bully, that bully within you can overcome, you can battle through, you can succeed to become bully proof and live your best kick in life. So that's the book. Now off of that, real quick, uh, I, I've written a, a kid's positive affirmation book. And uh, Steve says, I love it, Rich. Thank you, Steve, appreciate you, brother. Another Ziegler brother out there. Um, it, a kid's affirmation book, and it's a bully-proof uh, positive affirmation book for little kids, three, four, and five-year-old, learning the ABCs and then having a bully-proof positive affirmation um, to, to help them plant seeds in their mental garden. And off of that, I've got a guidebook coming out, which is a workbook off the Becoming Bullyproof uh, Affirmations kicking Life mindset. So all those are kind of in the works. And hopefully in the next couple months, they'll be out uh, and ready to go. And then of course, I have a free copy. You can pick up, uh, you know, maybe the first chapter on our website when it's all ready to go, just to kind of dip your toe in and see what it's all about. But I kind of just gave it all away. That's what it's all about. So <laughs> anyway, ba. So, folks, oh, gosh darn! Thanks for hanging with us, and thank you, yeah. Casey, for for being around one more time. Tell people how they can find you, because uh, I, I know we're gonna have a bunch of people that are probably gonna go, "Hey, that, that Casey you had. How do I find her?" And of course, I, I've been getting—I don't say lazy, but I'm just saying, "Hey, just look up her name, man. Just just do that. Come on, now, help me out." Well, it is that honest,
1: easy. Too. It definitely is that easy. They can they can follow my personal um, Facebook if they want. Just Casey Elmore. They can find me on Facebook, then follow me. My my personal profile is public, and I, I really try to pour into um, my community as much as I can and use that platform. But additionally, they can find me, and I have a little. I would say I have a little bit more fun on Instagram because I love to laugh, and and I love to. My husband and I have a lot of fun making fun of our marriage and, and just you know silly things that we experience. So they can find that on Instagram um, at Casey. Casey Elmore underscore. So it's it's been an honor, honestly, to to be able to connect with you and to be able to share my platform with your your followers. Because I mean, to be honest, you just spoke to the kids affirmation book. Um, I've read several... My husband and I have gone through a a mini series of building our children's belief in themselves because they're going to get exposed to negativity and whatnot. So um, I can't wait. I can't wait to share these books on my own social media. So like Let's get it done, get it done so we can go.
0: Well, we're in we're in final edit now, um, and I just hired a a book launch coach that I uh, was I was actually planning to launch at the end of this month, but she's going to hold back a little bit to get more PR and all the stuff that I'm not very good at out there and tease a few more people, get the excitement going, and 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 get that out. That's why that was her recommendation. We're going to share a chapter to build up the excitement so people can't yes. wait. But uh, yeah, the whole idea behind the uh, affirmations book, and that's already I'm talking to some people the other day. So, well, man, can you turn it into like a flip chart for a adults. I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. And like A is I have an amazingly awesome attitude. B is I am brave Mm -hmm. and bully proof. So it's just those things, you know, self-talk, positive affirmations, the seeds you're planting. And that's my goal. Plant those seeds early and often in little kids' minds, because it's not a matter of if, but when the bullying happens, that they've already got a strong foundation. They've already solidified their bully proof armor that, you know, you're an idiot. That's what you think, but I know who I am. Man, that would have been so valuable when I was a kid, right? And that's why I called me an idiot. Why are you calling me an idiot? You know, (laughs) I didn't stand up for myself. So, anyway.
1: We got a roll
0: here with Casey. Yes. My gosh, thank you from the bottom of my heart so very much. And uh, the listeners and uh, people that have sent in questions and that are following, thank you so very, very much for your time. And I promise, and I mean this with everything I am, I'll continue to do as much research, as much study, and, and surround myself with the right people. Have the, the best guest on here because I know how valuable time is. And the fact that you have given us a piece of your life I mean, that's what time is. You can never get it back. Yeah. I want to yeah. make sure that we value and honor your life, your time, and give you the absolute most we can. Having fun, being silly, but adding valuable content as well. Yeah. Any last closing remarks there, Case? Anything to send them away with?
1: More than anything, like you just said, language is a powerful thing. Affirmations make. Incredible impact on your life. And that is what I'll be sharing on more going forward on my Instagram profile. So if they're wanting to dig in more specifically on that, I'm going to, that's going to be my next focus. So I invite them to join me. And if not, I'm just, again, honored that they took the time to listen in today.
0: God bless. All (laughs) right, folks, thank you. Thank you so very much. Casey, thank you so very much. Remember, I love you. Casey loves you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. That's the only thing you yeah. can do, just a little bit of kindness, because the world needs it. Yes. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise, you'll be your very best, you'll become bully-proof, yeah, and you'll live your best kick in life. God bless you, God bless your loved ones, thank you so very much. If you found value, share those with someone else, that's how we're going to continue spreading the message. God bless everybody, love you, bye-bye. Thank you very much for listening to another Life Change, and episode of Brogan's Bully-Proof and Kickin' Life. This is your Bullyproof Expert Master Rich Grogan, reminding you to please subscribe and please share this podcast with your kids, family members, or anyone else who could benefit from this empowering message. And if you think we earned it, I kindly ask that you please remember that five-star review to let others know that you're part of the Grogan's Bullyproof and Kickin' Life tribe. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll become your very best to become Bullyproof, and you'll live your best kicking life.